Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. For the past seven days, I have selected Overboard! Exclamation mark mm. From Inkle. Overboard I is... I have an inkling you're going to like this game. Mm. It is a... Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a very special game. Tell me about inkling, uh, Inklings... Overboard! Overboard. Exclamation mark. So, Overboard is a 1980s movie with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. (laughs) Oh, and a great movie poster, as we found out last week. (laughs) Uh, No, Overboard is a 2021 game from Inkle. Inkle is a Cambridge-based game studio. Cambridge. Cambridge, Massive two sets? Cambridge, England. Oh, hello. The land of Hogwarts. Oh, that we have been to on little days. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, they are a Cambridge studio that that has made a lot of like text-based games. So one of their most popular games recently or of late has been a game called 80 Days, where it's kind of a mix between an interactive choose-your-own-adventure where you need to make decisions that allows you to travel around the world in 80 days. So based on, mm. the, based on the book. Ah, yes. Famous um, book. The famous book. They've also made some other games that I have not been aware of, but this is their latest game, Overboard, and it has been... Uh, it's not. It wasn't on the Apple App Store. It's just basically in the App Store for... How much was it? $5.99, if memory serves. $5.99. And it's also launched on Switch as well as PS4, I believe. Or, or Steam. Um, so you can play this... If you don't have a mobile phone, if you don't have an Apple mobile phone, you can definitely play it on uh, those consoles. Sam, would you like to read me the Apple App Store description for Overboard Exclamation Point? I will and I shall. What? Those are two same things. <laughs> Here we go. Can you get away with murder? All caps. Question mark. Highly replayable detective game from the makers of 80 Days. Aha. Uh-huh. July 1935, a murder has been committed, all exclamation mark, or all, all caps. Oh gosh, they love their caps. Much like the gentlemen wear in the 1930s. Right. They're all caps. Aboard the SS Hook, eight hours out from New York. Only one problem. You did it. Can you get away with murder? Gameplay, section header. <laughs> what a thorough reading of the, of the app store description. Blackmail a spy, fall in love, murder a rival, cheat at cards, drug a witness, lie, befriend, betray, console, sneak, seduce, steal, borrow, pray, eavesdrop, kill. These aren't just random words. Are they not? These are all the things that you can actually do within the game. Ah, okay, good. There are clues, evidence, suspects, accusations, secrets, and lies. You'll need all your cunning, coercion, and charisma. Those are good C's. To ensure that <laughs> someone seas. else takes the fall. Ah, uh-huh, the fall. I get it. <laughs> so the game opens up with uh, kind of like an introduction, introduction sequence where you and someone else, or like a man and a woman, are sat on the top part of a boat that's in the ocean. And... The lady is speaking to the man, saying, oh, just lean over a little bit more. You can see dolphins over there. And then she pushes him off. And then the really intense 
But, you know, quirky music starts with the title all coming into play. Yes, I like that. Like a nice murder mystery. Um, Great title card, yeah. Right, and then the game starts with you waking up the next day uh, with a steward knocking at your door. And then, from then on, like, you have to make these really interesting choices to to say back and to find out exactly what has happened. Um, and the game kind of, like, starts there. Like, there's really nothing in terms of giving you any knowledge of, like, what has happened. Um, and part of the game is you figuring out what has happened exactly and how you can get away with it. So, overall, um, right off the bat, I think this is something that is a very Sam game. Very story-driven, very narrative-driven. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was entranced as soon as I started playing it. It is essentially a text adventure, right? It so is. That's, uh, there are certainly areas of the ship you can investigate, but once you're kind of in these kind of conversations, it is very, uh, yeah, it's very text-driven. You get some nice little, some animations, some, um, some illustrations and stuff like that, which are lovely, add to the ambiance. But uh, it is really a very nice-looking text adventure game. Right. I... It might have been my head, but did you not hear voices? Are there no voices in the game? I did not hear any voices. That's I, hear, was... I hear a man yelling as he jumped, as he falls, falls overboard. Because uh, you that hear is interesting her voice because, in the beginning. Yeah, because in the credits, I think there are some uh, voice acting credits. Are there not? Am I being? Yeah, there is. Oh, I see. <laughs> there is voice. Yeah, there is voice talent. So maybe I feel like there is some voice interjected all throughout, but it doesn't necessarily say everything. Um, mm. all right. The well, words maybe that, that is a good indication of how much you're in the game. Yeah, but, right. Uh, it feels it's, like they're almost talking to you, even if they're not. Exactly, because I definitely felt like I heard full voices all over. But now that I think about it, yeah, I did not hear any. Interesting. Um. Well, that's just my, yeah, wow. my old brain. Sam is so in the game. Yeah, it's like synesthesia. Game so good, I was hearing mm. things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam, we should probably talk about the uh, probably the most interesting gameplay mechanic. Essentially, you're trying to get away with murder, and there is a clock. You are bound to a clock where every Not decision literally. you make... Right, like it's an in-game clock where you have eight hours until your ship goes to shore of New York City. And every decision that you make sort of like counts down the clock. Um, And apparently, like if you get to know the game, there will be some patterns that you recognize that people go about through the day. So um, one of the first things, uh, and I'm trying not to spoil this, but like one one of the first things that you realize as you look around and you try to, you know, navigate around your... Get your bearings. Get your bearings, right. Is that you're missing an earring. Um, and then later on you find out that someone approaches you with the other pair of the earring. Um, and the way that you handle that situation can either make you seem guilty or make you seem completely innocent on the way that you approach that. And therein sort of lies the game, right? So one, there's an aspect of timing. You know, can you do anything before that person finds the earring? Next, Mm -hmm. can you make your choices appropriate so that when you when the person does approach you, you can say the right thing so that there isn't any suspicion as to uh, as to you being caught as the potential murderer of this person, right? 
Right. I mean, you are the murderer, right? Let's you are the murderer. You are right. the murderer. There's no, there's no doubt about that. So you grabbed him by his belt loops and hauled him off the side of the SS navigation. What's the right. code called? The SS Spy SS Arc. Hook. Oh, SS Hook. Yes. Uh, I think the the implication is once you reach Brooklyn, uh, then you ca- and, and you disembark the boat, you are suddenly free in the land of the free and are above the law and have gotten away with the murder. Right. right? So that's as if eventually is you need to. So the game, the aim really is to make it through these eight hours until the ship docks. You get off the ship, and then, from my understanding, you are home and scot-free right and i've gotten away with said murder right and there are lots of things that you can do to guarantee that um and it's up to you to try and figure out how that is because there are an interesting cast of characters that you soon figure out as you discover the setting of the boat so the way that it's set up the boat looks like kind of like a an ant farm with different rooms that you can tap into uh there's like you know, the other people's quarters, there's like the, the galley where you can like eat. There is the, the captain's room where you can speak to the captain. There is the upper deck where not the, not the, not the bad kind is the place where you can take a stroll on the top part of the, the ship and look, look across the ocean. Um, and then there is like a, a card room where you can go to sit and talk to the other people that are there. Sam's board game room. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that would be lovely. <laughs> um, and there's an interesting cast of characters. So among them is kind of like, you know, your typical nosy old lady that is up in people's business asking questions. There is uh, a dramatic lady that seems to know something about you. And I think your responsibility there is to find out what exactly this person knows. Um, and then there are, there's like this, uh, ex-military man who has served military tours in the in the Marines and is now acting as sort of like the the Judge Judy and executioner <laughs> on the boat. <laughs> and ultimately, everything that you do throughout that time, throughout that eight hours, um, will then be put against you by this person, by this uh, person who is sort of like a military figure. And before you disembark, you know, there will be a moment where the person will be like, can we have a word with you, please? Because we found some disturbing news. And it's up to you on how to handle that situation and know what to say uh, in order to, to get free. So have you ever been, have you, have you made it to Brooklyn unarrested? Yes, I have been. Ah. So there are also extra conditions that you can win with the game. So I think the most basic winning state is you just, people don't think that you're the murderer. Mm, right you um, could play it as i just lay low don't interact right. with anyone wait in the corridor <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yeah. and then the other the better state is like if you can get his life insurance in some way uh by either diverting the blame or imagining or, or making someone else the suspect uh then you can actually get the insurance money as well oh which double then bing, you're, double you're win. free and, and rich. you got the money right uh, but yeah, we didn't actually talk about the game's most interesting mechanic. Sam, what happens when you get arrested? When you get arrested, hmm. When you get arrested, the game ends. And then you start all over again. Uh, it's kind of like mm. a Groundhog Day. Um, and here they made some really good quality of life improvements where, you know, you can quickly 
skip through the parts that you've already been through and it'll tell you which choices you made previously so that you're aware of any order, any other changes that you'd like to make. So you, you have like this knowledge of, you know what the people are going to say, you know what the people are going to do. And so now you can try and experiment with different ways of trying to relive that same day. And try and get away with murder. <laughs> right. How did you find yeah. that replay, the sort of replay mechanic? Yeah, I found it to be pretty useful and interesting because like, obviously I think, you know, the primary goal of this game is you probably want to just try and get it to a point where you're, you're scot-free, right? And then the, the interesting thing that it does is it gives you like little check marks of, hey, on your next run, why don't you try this? Why don't you try um, talking to this person or uh, make sure that you, you, get, you can get your earrings or something like that? Um, and then you find that, oh, you know, like, what happens if I try that, right? And there are different conditions in which you can win as well. It doesn't necessarily always has to be that you're innocent and you get the insurance money. There are, um, I've read of ways where you can, like, simply try and murder everyone on the boat. <laughs> Just double down. Triple down. <laughs> double down. Um, and there's also now ways... Now I'm the where, captain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so I think there's lots of potential replayability with this game. Yeah, how was your realist. how was your run with the uh, with this game, Edwin? Yeah, well, I feel like my most successful run was the first time around, where I was mere minutes away from docking in New York City. Um, as you said, I do like that little checkbox. So it, it doesn't really guide you, but it does kind of prompt you to like, hey, explore why does lady h drink so much or mm. what is in car sailor's room car goshens oh gosh i've got i forget the characters names but yeah like what's in this person's room and you know uh because you a gentle guide so there is a nice little mechanic where if you just want to do the same thing again you can press and hold and it'll take the same conversation mm. uh tree choices as before um which is a nice little touch but I found the inventory management wasn't quite as easy. So, for example, there's like a, a diamond earring uh, that you can take out from your ear and either stash it or hide it or throw it overboard. And kind of having to do that every time mm. was, I, yeah, it just didn't feel quite as quick and easy as sort of jumping through the conversation trees. Um, right. Or like getting the sleeping pills. Again, not to spoil mm-hmm. too much, but like I understand replayability means you are doing the same things again and again, but I would have liked maybe to be there's some shortcuts around the inventory management. Right. Well. Like Just having some sort of like save state, right? Like, oh, this is the state that I'd like to start from, like going forward, or this is the safe state that I'd like to begin with for the next game and trying to find out what that is. Yeah, that's the tricky part, right? Um the, the thing that I really found interesting and very delicious in terms of gameplay was I think like one of my first or second playthroughs when I wasn't sure what the person, what the other person knew, right? Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like dancing around the subject of this person's death um, as to not give yourself away, but at the same time, like you want to find out what the other person knows and I thought that was like such an interesting mechanic that you can't get anywhere else. Like you can't really get that in the movies. 
you can't really get that in books, right? And it's really like this interactive format where you know it's giving you a really smart set of questions to ask uh, and also like sets up the premise just in a way where like you're wondering what exactly does this person know? Like if I say this, I know I'm going to give myself away, right? And if I don't ask, I'm going to seem too aloof about the entire situation and I fit, I should pretend like I care And so it was like this really nice mix of, oh, like this is a really juicy moment of interaction that uh, I really like. But yeah, parts like that was, was the things that I really took away from this. Sam, should we get to the three by threes? Let's get to the three by three. Three things good and three things bad. Uh, I will start. So the first thing is this is uh you know how much i love story edwin oh i do yes so, over these low 180 <laughs> episodes that has become abundantly clear <laughs> this is all story and then all the all the options that you have within this game the mechanics are all around crafting that story and finding out what that story is um i thought it was just like one of those things that only can be done in like a medium format like in this kind of format um and really enjoyed Uh, that aspect of crafting your own story for every run and so yeah if you like if you like story and if you like games that have multiple branches and stories this is definitely one to check out yeah this is a this is a very well crafted game i think the the uh the balance of guiding you but without being too overbearing is just perfectly judged you have that little checklist which does check through different things each time you play just to kind of give you different sort of prompts of areas to investigate uh the other thing it does quite nicely is that like if there's a kind of an important decision or revelation or someone knows something now as a result of your conversations you get a little little uh text box in red just to say like now the right. the porter thinks your husband is in the shower or something like that. You know, right, like, exactly. Uh, just to like, oh, okay, to help keep your, uh, your kind of, help keep you up to speed and right. uh, understanding the kind of current situation, which again, is a really nice little touch just to... Because uh, there is a lot of stuff to keep in mind and I think the game does a pretty good job of making sure that you don't feel too overwhelmed, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a very good job. Um, really does make you realize how difficult it is to get away with murder, TM. Oh, right. <laughs> Um, I thought, I see, I wrote here in my notes that it's fully voiced with good production, but now that I realize that it's not fully voiced, I feel like I'm, I've been swindled. But no, like, I think there's something about the production of this game and the, the kind of story that it tells that makes it pretty universal. So you don't necessarily have to be a gamer in order to really enjoy mm. this. Like, I think yep. if I showed this game to my wife or someone Me. that's very not familiar with games, right? Hello. I think the the topic of murder and the topic of trying to get away with it is pretty universal to where you can immediately put yourself in the position and enjoy the game. Um, yeah. So I thought that is like a really nice touch. Uh, I think it's surprisingly deep as well. Like on my first playthrough, or at least on your first few playthroughs, uh, I don't think it's immediately obvious just how much there is and how many different areas you can explore I mean, not. Right. I think that's a, yeah. Again, it's a good balance. There's 
several rooms, but it's not overwhelming. It's not like there's an entire ship to explore. It's sort of limited to like five or six locations. But all the different conversations and the timings of when you go into certain rooms uh, really makes this a very deep game. And like suddenly you're finding like, oh my gosh, there is a person that I hadn't even heard of before hiding in this room because I now know the secret knock. And like all of this stuff is just like uh, hiding there, uh, which is just not immediately apparent on your first few times through. Uh, like it's, and there is so much more just from hearing what you're saying and uh, from sort of clues and things on reading about it online like there's just it's a huge game uh, that's just not immediately obvious and also not overwhelming while you're playing it right exactly and i think the the replayability aspect of it really lends to that because you think initially oh i'm just going to play this and try to get away with it that must be the whole point of the story but then the more that you actually listen to other people and find out more about them like everyone has like this kind of shadier um backstory that you can no one exactly that you can find out about this game and i think that part was like so well done and really adds to just how deep this thing can go and the replayability um so yeah i think there's tons to figure out in this game which is great uh let's get on to the bad points edwin well, I have a nitpick. Sam, did you ever try adjusting the music loudness slider or volume slider? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, well, I you didn't miss out because it does sweet F all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I found the music to be that problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I think on multiple replays, for me at least, I, right. I don't know. I think maybe from my time in retail, I'm very... Uh, sensitive to repeat repetitive repeat, yeah repetitive music yeah um but yes if you go through to the settings there is a music volume slider it does nothing right i think those sliders are just kind of vague to begin Negative. with yeah right, like also which way is which yeah <laughs> like, like animation speed and read speed uh, you which, can change the text speed i'm like okay but what if i change it to here like how do i find out what that text speed <laughs> is right <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's a nitpick from Edwin. Right. Um, I think the theme is kind of morbid, even though it's like a really well-crafted story. Um, it is something where you're trying to get away with murder and you're lying and deceiving people. If you don't necessarily feel good about that, maybe this might not be for you. But overall, I had absolutely no problems with it. <laughs> um, I think another bad point is that this is kind of not your usual mobile game. So meaning this is more of a sit down game where you have to devote at least like 15, 20 minutes for a good playthrough. Um, and that doesn't necessarily like, you know, fall in line with the normal mobile game times of like five minutes or so. So just be prepared. Um, you can, you can sit down and have a good long session with this game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a good long session, I felt my uh, attention waning a little bit over repeated plays. I feel like you could play this maybe three times in a row or through three repeats and then you probably need a bit of a break, at least for my brain. Right. Uh, Where I was like, okay, I'm done with this now. I need to go do something else. Yeah. Um, So while the replayability, I think, is a pretty original gameplay mechanic, the one that I enjoyed, uh, it's kind of a slow burn. I couldn't see myself playing this for long periods of time over and over again. 
Right. It is a it is a game that requires you to have a lot of mental notes in your head about which character is doing what, like their general timeline. So even if you stop playing for a little bit, it's going to be hard for you to catch up to build up that that knowledge that you had in the back of your head about where people are, what they're thinking, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those things where you have to keep on top of it and need to make a lot of mental notes throughout. Yeah, I think I, I really enjoy my time with this game. So let's get to Edwin. How many out of the seven days? What is your what is your seven what is your seven days to play game day rating thingy? Days? Which is what we call it every week. Yes, <laughs> Sam, my my final seven day rating, as we say, uh, this was a four. Like I liked it a lot. Um, I think just for my brain, I couldn't replay it a whole bunch, so I did need to take breaks. Uh, but it was very enjoyable while I did, and I will keep it on my phone for the occasional playthrough going forward. Um, but yeah, just because of the re- re- repetitive nature of it, deliberately so, just meant that I couldn't really play it every day. Right. Four days um, for me. This is a five days for me. I actually failed a couple of times, which made me really want to replay it. And oh, I failed I re- a lot. Actually, I, I, never, <laughs> I never made it. I have, no, I have yet to make it through. Right. When you do make it through, it is pretty sweet because <laughs> after I did, it did make me want to play again to try different options. Um, but it also drove me to try and get that, get that success, get that final moment of being scot-free. Um, and there are like nice little endings that, that it says that I actually can tie into like the next play and gives you some hints on like what to try, which is really good. So replayability is definitely there. But yeah, five days for me. After the after finishing it a couple of times, I said, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll just, I'm going to take a break from it because I played a lot of it, and it's really intense to play for me. Well, Sam, that was your choice. Uh, so now it falls to me to choose the next game. Oh, boy. Sam, sharpen your chisels because we have seven days to play. <laughs> oh boy wood turning 3d oh is this like a lathing game one lathe to rule them all <laughs> amazing i'm installing this right now before we go sam do you have a thing of the week um, I do have a thing of the week. Uh, so I'm not wearing them now, but I have found out about uh, Los Angeles Apparel. Oh, Los Angeles Apparel. If if it sounds vaguely familiar, I think it is what happened to American Apparel when they declared bankruptcy. I think they changed into Los Angeles Apparel, but specifically in Los Angeles Apparel, they have what's called like. 6.5 ounce t-shirts which are uh edwin if you're familiar with uh your fondness of thick chunky t-shirts on occasion yes uh they make some nice thick chunky t-shirts with like good uh good colors on them and uh yeah i found another source that isn't uniqlo because uniqlo is always sold out but yeah, that is my thing of the week. I bought uh, like maybe four or five of them and they're all very good. I found out about them because I bought a t-shirt from uh, Vacation, which is like that brand from Poolside FM. Okay. That makes like very 90s style 
um, retro goods that feel very authentic. So they launched like a suntan lotion that smells like straight out of the 90s and 80s. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm not sure what it smells like, an 80s suntan Oh, you think you don't know, but once you smell it, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) You're like, oh my goodness, they nailed it. Um, And I bought a t-shirt from them that says like vacation and like a very retro font. And the back looks like such a 90s (laughs) t-shirt. And yeah, they use like this uh, Los Angeles apparel t-shirt and very happy to. I thought you bought one thing and then you were immediately retargeted ads on Instagram. And so that's how they got you. Okay. (laughs) That would be a pretty normal run of events, though. Speaking of Instagram, my thing of the week is I have kind of, oh, I've gone down the rabbit hole of car detailing Instagram. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sam, I've never wanted a foam gun more in my life. (laughs) Wait, what's a foam gun? There you go. Uh, I would say start, if you want to dip your toe (laughs) or dip your sponge into car detailing Instagram, uh, follow Chemical Guys. Oh, Chemical uh, Guys is very good. I have a few of their products. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're pretty active on there. They're retweeting a lot. Um, but yeah, one follow and then in your discovery feed will be people foaming their cars a lot. Oh, Whoa, it's even better. It's called a foam cannon. Oh, I beg your pardon. It is called a foam cannon. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I have to get this now. (laughs) Damn it, Edwin. Right. There you go. That's been my waste of time and money for the last couple of weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have an external hose to which attaching a foam gun? Nope, I do not. I have a parking lot in an apartment building, so all of this is largely theoretical. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just purely vicariously living my life through the foam cannon. And the chemical guys, I see. Very good. And that is our show. Sam, you have seven days to play. Wood turning 3D, one lathe to rule them all. Looking forward to it. I can't wait to spin it up. <laughs> okay. If you have any game suggestions, you can tweet us uh, at seven days to play on Twitter. And uh, find us and listen to us and all your podcasting needs by searching for seven days to play. Seven days to play. Seven days to play. Seven days to play. Seven days to play.